Well, hello there. Time again for the Florida Roundtable. I am Melissa Fox, and I've got a wonderful, informative, and educational show planned for you. Oh, yes, and it will be entertaining as well. We're going to learn how to think like a horse. Oh, okay. It sounds like a plan. Actually, it makes perfect sense. You'll find out. It is National Dairy Month. I've got some information about dairy and dietary needs. Oh, and a $10,000 sweepstake. You might want to pay attention for that. Going to talk with a nutrition expert about health and wellness and trying to get back on track after the pandemic. And I think you uh, probably could learn something there too. Eh, maybe not. Who knows? Also, the first non stimulant treatment for ADHD in adults. You know I suffer. I'm wow. I can't wait to hear about this. And Friday was National Donut Day. We're going to talk to the Salvation Army National Commander who's going to explain how this all came to be. Coming up next on the Florida Roundtable. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance it's not worth it if you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance call right now and learn for free how to get it listen affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away so give us a shout right now 800-398-0651-800-398-0651-800-398-0651 that's 800-398-0651 Do you use Viagra or Cialis? Have you been thinking about trying Viagra or Cialis? What if we could promise you the same results for less than $2 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for Viagra, you're being taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $2. We'll do the math for you. You save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 45 blue pills or 45 yellow pills for $99 and add five more pills free. You save more than $5 hundred dollars you don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next you need to call us at 800-975-1374 and get your 50 pills for just 99 dollars. stop overpaying for viagra call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in an unmarked package call us right now 800-975-1374 800-975-1374 800-975-1374 let me just put this donut down here. Yeah, the boss brought him in. No, it's true. True story. Donuts do good. And we're going to explain. There's actually a deeper meaning. Uh, National Donut Day is Friday. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> I know that because I love donuts. But there's something so much more important behind the first Friday in June. And to explain it to us, Commissioner Ken Hodder, the national commander of the Salvation Army, is joining us. Hi, how are you? Melissa, I'm doing great. Thanks for allowing me for allowing me to be with you this morning. Oh, heck yeah. So give us a little background on what Salvation Army and Donut Day has to do with one another. Well, you know, everybody enjoys donuts. Donuts are so good, but they're also associated with doing good. In World War I, General Pershing wanted to provide a means by which he could boost the morale of soldiers on the front line in France. And so he asked the Salvation Army to send over its personnel to operate some small huts near the front line. While they were there, the Salvationists, who had very little in the way of supplies, took a little dough, and they took a little baking powder, and a little lard, and a little butter, and then they fried it, and they called it a donut. The soldiers loved them. So the soldiers came to refer to themselves as doughboys. They went home and told their wives and their sweethearts and their mothers about what they'd enjoyed, And it was as a result of that that the American passion for the donut was born. They actually called them donut lassies. Oh, yes, absolutely. The term lassie, which was used uh, in World War I as well, was a term of affection designed to demonstrate appreciation to the young Salvationist women 
who were in many ways risking their own lives along with the soldiers on the front line. They were greatly loved, and uh, it was uh, as a consequence of their service that the Salvation Army established a relationship with the American public that continues today. The original recipe is on our website, SalvationArmyUSA.org, although I must say, Melissa, that if people are looking for sprinkles and chocolate frosting, that was not in the original recipe. They'll have to do that themselves. Oh, that's an add-on, yes. They were very, very basic. They were the old cake donuts, uh, which uh, many people really enjoy. Uh, there was nothing like the Boston cream filled or uh, yeah. lots of sprinkles or the maple donuts. All those are elaborations on that basic formula. But the basic formula is what we are talking about and the origins of National Donut Day. Along with the deeper meaning behind it, the Salvation Army graciously gave me the national commander to discuss the history and the connection. And we've got him right here, Commissioner Ken Hodder. Now, um, how did you get your job, and how long have you been doing it, if I may? Oh, well, absolutely. As a matter of fact, I'm a sixth-generation Salvationist. Uh, I never intended to be a Salvation Army officer. I practiced corporate and real estate law for a number of years. But uh, the Lord called me back to this 34 years ago, and it was the best uh, decision I've ever made to say yes to that calling. Uh, my wife and I have had the chance to serve all around the world, and every day is an absolute delight. Well, I've got to ask, Commander Ken, um, how do people get involved? If they, too, get the calling and they want to help, how would they become like you? Well, the best thing for someone to do is to contact their local Salvation Army. This Friday, for example, Melissa, I know that all across the state of Florida, Salvation Army units are going to be delivering donuts to first responders, to the VFWs, to veterans' homes. And it starts with something as simple as that. When you see the impact that something small like that can have on someone's life, uh, it changes you fundamentally, uh, and it uh, becomes something that you draw your greatest joy from. Uh, that's, I think, the best way for someone to feel that the Salvation Army might be a way for them to serve others. That's it. I'm getting my title now. I'm now calling myself a donut lassie, and I'm going to help out as well. So make sure that not only when you enjoy National Donut Day, you enjoy a donut, preferably the old-fashioned original type, but also make sure you did a little nod to the Salvation Army because it's all because of them. Uh, Commissioner Ken Hodder, thank you so much for joining us today and for what you do with the Salvation Army. Thanks so much, Melissa. God bless you. Mosquitoes are a nuisance. They can transmit deadly diseases like Zika and West Nile virus. Protect yourself with Summit Mosquito Dunks. Placed in ponds, bird baths, or any standing water, Summit Mosquito Dunks are harmless to people, pets, and wildlife, but kill mosquito larvae before they're old enough to bite and last for 30 days or more. Find Summit Mosquito Dunks at garden centers, hardware stores, and online retailers. Visit SummitResponsibleSolutions.com. That's SummitResponsibleSolutions.com. When was the last time you had a truly awesome nursery experience? A nursery and garden center with a huge selection and friendly expert advice. We're talking about Quality Green specialists in Deland. At Quality Green, we have your favorite plants, fruit trees, flowers, vegetables, and herbs. Plus, with our 8011 fertilizer, organic azomite, and composted soil, your garden will look its very best. Great plants, sustainable products, friendly expert advice. 335 West Michigan Avenue, Deland, and online at qualitygreenspecialist.com. Hello, I'm Hector Elizondo, Emmy Award-winning actor, and I want to talk to you about getting older. My body hurts, my joints ache, and sometimes I forget. I forget that doing all your own scenes for a movie isn't always the best decision, especially when you're galloping side saddle down a countryside road on a horse named Archie Bello, who seems to have only one speed, high. And pulling on his reins only seems to encourage him to go even faster. So, of course, my body hurts and my joints ache, but it's not because of my age. It's because I'm living my life. Oh, Archie Bello! Don't let life pass you by. Take care of your brain health. It may just help you stay on top of your game. As soon as this scene wraps, I'm going to kiss the ground, thank Archie Bello for his outstanding performance, feed him a carrot, and visit brainhealth.gov. Find out. How you can make the most of your brain as you age at brainhealth.gov.
Hi, it's Melissa Fox, Florida Roundtable, and a great show planned for you today, starting out with Dana Kay, a noted health and wellness expert and the founder of Devotion Nutrition. Now, if you've been following along with my saga, <laughs> made it sound like I'm some Norse uh, god or something. My saga, I'm going back to weight uh, control and some dieting and a little, uh, well, health and wellness, honestly. So with that in mind, Dana Kay, hi, how are you? You going to help us with our journey? Absolutely. Okay. That's my passion. That's what I'm here for. I love it. Okay, so listen, the pandemic came along. We, I mean, I'm not telling you anything you don't know. I'm just talking to the three people listening. Uh, <laughs> uh, the pandemic came along, and I, I quit the gym before the pandemic because I got sick with a mystery illness, but mm, I think it was COVID. But it was before everything got you know, diagnosed several years ago. I mean, we're talking like the end of 2019. And I got, I got frustrated. I was like, this gym is a germ box, and I quit. And then within a few months, everything went pretty much kibosh. Uh, by January, we were on our way to closing down. And 2020, you know what happened. I don't have to tell you all that. But what happened was top priority for health and wellness went out the window. <laughs> and then yeah. there was that day I stepped on the scale and I looked down and went, what the heck is going on here? That's not me. But it was. It was me. And I am not alone in this. Dana, Please, you know, you know. So tell us, how can we get our stuff back on track? Uh, I've gone back to the gym. I'm trying to eat right, but the healthy habits, <laughs> they're just not coming back the way I want. Uh, everybody was home. Moms were back in the kitchen. Dads were home with the kids. Families were home. And yes, all of a sudden, comfort food came in. I saw social media recipes of making brownies and cookies and all this stuff for your family. And I was cringing because I built my entire career on, you know, hacking the diet to add protein to people's diets and eating healthy. And, um, and so, yeah, I, I think it was, a, it was a few months of people making the comfort foods and, and kind of staying at home and being more sedentary and not hitting the gym. And then all of a sudden, people started getting uncomfortable and, um, and then as a business owner, I, you know, I, I make a, a protein powder that bakes and, and, uh, I saw all of a sudden my sales start to skyrocket. Things started turning around because people started getting uncomfortable and we started promoting, we called it, um, quarantine creations where we say, stop making these, these fattening cookies and these high caloric brownies, you know, let's get some protein back into your diet. Let's start cleaning things up. And so, um, you know, I, I got to kind of see how things shifted, and now people did really care about getting out there. All of a sudden, I did see families start taking bike rides together and walking. I live in South Florida, so it was easier for people down here than I know people maybe up in New York or something to get out sure. there, get outside. But, um, but yeah, ever since, you know, also with, you know, the immune system and people getting sick and it really making everybody uncomfortable, health and wellness has really made a huge comeback, which has made me excited because that's been my passion and um you know i i really believe that it's now kind of going back to the basics of start of really uh implementing healthy habits into our lifestyles which is moving more and getting steps and cleaning up our diets so um yeah, I mean, it, it sounds like you, you experienced it right along with most of the country. Yeah, I mean, you used a word when you said that we started sitting, we started to feel uncomfortable. Dana Kay is here to help us through, okay? With regard to health and wellness, it starts, first of all, when you walk out the home and you head to wherever it is to buy your groceries. And Dana, it's not easy now. The prices are up. The fruit and vegetables we're getting are on their way out, already halfway spoiled because of supply problems. How do we work around that and still eat healthy and, you know, stay in a budget? Well, I mean, I always say, obviously, I, I'd like people to prioritize protein. And so, you know, even though, look, I, I know people, it, it, it's tight. It, the, the costs are very tight, but we always have to put our health at number one. And people also want convenience and things that are easy. And I believe preparing your food in advance, that's, that's huge. So when you do go grocery shopping, um, you know, choosing things on the, they always on the outer edge of the grocery store where you're selecting um, eggs and lean meats, uh, chicken, things like that. Um, again, I, 
I like to make things in the house. I like to prepare my food. I feel like eating out is certainly not helping anybody's budget, um, not to put down restaurants or, but, you know, if you are on a budget, I would say cook at home and prepare your foods and bring them with you and, um, you know, choose Choose foods that are, um, you know, it might be, it might seem, it might feel a little more expensive, but you can stretch um, servings of things like Greek yogurt and cottage cheese and things. They go a long way. Um, and I really believe that preparing in advance and having the stuff in your fridge that you can then take in little Tupperwares or containers with you will really go a long way for you know battling that uncomfortable feeling we were just talking about. Now everybody's trying to shed that uncomfortable feeling. So polite, you know. It just means you got fat, okay? Let's just be honest. I got a, a couple of extra pounds, and I don't like it. You can use the nice, polite word of uncomfortable, but I know darn well it's. I've got a little belly going here, and it needs to go away. So uh, back to the gym, as I said, that's not for everybody, but for me, that's the only situation where I can take myself out of radio or out of my home and I go there with a purpose you know and then that's how I am but that that, that may not work for everybody you may be able to uh, do a little exercise at home something anything that's help that helps but when you eat better I've noticed that my mental health and well-being all over not just physically but mentally I and emotionally I feel better I don't feel logy or grumpy or depressed and that's the food isn't it Dana that's the food. And, you know, there are always going to be people who are going to say, oh, sugar isn't the enemy or sugar. Now, I, I believe everything in moderation, but let me tell you, the more sugar I have in my diet, the more sugar I want. Sugar to me, you know, people have gone to extremes where they say sugar is addicted, and addicted like, a, like a drug or a substance. I don't know if I go as far as to say that. But I do believe that the more sugar I have in my diet, the more I do have those sugar spikes, the more sugar that I want, the more sugar cravings I have. And so I really believe in, you know, crushing your sweet tooth with more of a, a, a natural approach with, you know, fruit, fresh fruit, things like that, um, or baking things at home that do not have high amounts of sugar. I do a lot of like baking, like I said, with my protein powders and I do things where we add unsweetened applesauce um, instead of an oil or we do a lot of swaps and replacing things that keep the recipes lighter, but it'll still hold the moisture. And before we know it, uh, those little things add up. Every time you're saving sugar from the coffee drink that you're having, a lot of people stop at Starbucks and they get some, some high sugary coffee drink in the morning, they get all amped up, and before they know it, they're, they're crashed down again, and then they're searching for the next sugar fix. And it's like a vicious cycle that's hard to get off of. So, I mean, I really, I've sworn on keeping my sugar uh, consumption low, and you're still going to get sugars. Sh- uh, sugar is hidden in a lot of foods that we eat, but um, as much as we can eliminate from the diet, I feel like it's, it's so important because it, it does affect your mental health too. The up and down and the cravings and all of that, it's, it's quite a... Well, sugar, sugar is more addictive, in all honesty, than cocaine. Um, it's the same ballpark with your brain. It, it releases the serotonins, and we want yeah. more. That's in natural sugars, though. And I'd, I'd have to sidebar this: we do it to be careful. You can't eat eight oranges because you're, you know, oh, well, I've got natural sugar because it's going right, to be right, bad right. for you. Moderation, my friends. Moderation. Yes. We're talking with health and wellness expert, founder of Devotion Nutrition, Dana Kay. Several things that we've been talking about very important. Uh, a lot of us are went from working. From home, now we're back in the job. And the busy routine, you know what? Don't make excuses. If you can eat properly, if you can eat, you can eat properly. You know, you said something earlier, Dana, about uh, during the pandemic, we got lazy. But uh, businesses like Uber and these delivery services brought food to us. And what kind of food holds up best? Crap. That's the kind that makes it from the restaurant to your home. Crap. The rest of it doesn't That's really true. doesn't travel very well because it's so fresh. You could, you know, you've got picture and again it was costing like 20 or 30 dollars for every delivery on top of the cost of the food and 
We just did some stupid things while we were uh, locked down, for lack of a better word. So uh, how do we make things, um, these habits, like I said, I go somewhere else to a gym, and that's how I make the uh, the connection. I'm like, I'm here to exercise, not to watch TV, not to do radio, but to actually exercise. How do uh, we get that so that it's not like a chore in my head? <laughs> okay, I love this question. This is a great, this is how I made fitness. Um, such a big part of my life. Well, in the beginning, if you find it difficult, you have to schedule your workout like it's part of your day. I add it to my daily to-do list. And it might seem silly, just like you're not going to put shower on your to-do list. Of course, it's a no-brainer. You're going to brush your teeth. But for some people, exercising is not just a no-brainer. And so if it's not for you, because for me, I, I wake up, I do my cardio, my coffee, I my deal with my kids, but it, it's natural. It's part of my life. If it's not for you, you have to schedule that in like a meeting and you have to make rules for yourself or you say every morning I'm waking up and at 6 a.m. I have a meeting with my treadmill from 6 to 6 30 <laughs> or whatever it is that you want to do or I'm taking my dog for an hour walk outside every morning um setting little goals for yourself I have uh, fitness trackers for all my kids we all wear Garmin watches and I say everyone has a step goal of a thousand ten thousand steps every day if you haven't hit your step goal you better get out there and and walk around the neighborhood for a little bit because we need to be moving our bodies um and and sometimes that's like a fun game you know it's where it, it doesn't even feel like exercise you're more just trying to accomplish that goal and check that off your list of 10,000 steps every day, I better make sure I get mine done, no matter how I have to get it in. And um, it, it, it's the mental thing. Sometimes, you know, if, if it doesn't come naturally to you, you do have to make an effort, just like a lot of things in life. It, it does have to become, and before you know it, before you know it, it will become part of your life because you say, this is just what I do. I've been doing this. I've been scheduling my workout, you know, now for for five weeks. I just, I'm just going to keep going. Why would I stop scheduling my workout? It makes me feel great. Yeah, um, or yeah. getting the steps. Yep. And if you don't hit your steps, you feel it. You're like, geez, I, you look down at your watch and say, geez, I've only gotten 3,000 steps today. What the heck have I been doing? I better get up and walk around. <laughs> right. And you now know? with the uh, the apps, the wristwatch deals, uh, and even on your phone, they'll tell you if you've been sedentary for too long. If you utilize these things, they will help you. Uh, and, and if you refuse, then you got nobody to blame but yourself. Uh, and that's just the way I'm. St I'm sticking to those words. That's it. Your own fault. <laughs> I've got Dana. And you don't have to overcomplicate it. No, really no. Don't. That's why I said you pick a goal and each, you know, and then you can add to those goals every week. A lot of people bite off more than they can chew, and then they say, you know, it's like, oh, I'm going to do an hour on the treadmill. I'm going to do ten thousand no. steps, and then I'm going to no. go to the. It's too much, and no. then they just crash and burn because it's too much. Got to take it slow. Dana K, where can we find more information? Um, you can go to my website, devotionnutrition.com. That's my company. If you want to get more protein into your life, we are here to help. You'll fall in love with our products. I love it. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Florida Roundtable, Dana. Oh, thank you for having me. I love the ocean. Me? I love a slow, winding river. I love the lake. Slick as glass. But nothing compares to what you love inside the boat. My family. My child. My best friend from first grade. If you're behind the wheel of a boat, pay attention. That way your favorite water will always be safe water. Learn more about boating safety at myfwc.com. Brought to you by the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Hi, I'm Johnny Erickson Tata. Growing up with a brother with autism, Sarah Kronk witnessed firsthand how kids with disabilities felt left out by their peers. It's why at the age of 15, Sarah approached her cheerleading coach with an idea to include girls with disabilities on her school's cheer team. Well, what started out as an inclusive high school cheer team in a small town in Iowa has led to what is now known as Sparkle Effect, a thriving nonprofit with over 180 cheer teams across the United States 
bringing students with and without disabilities together through cheerleading. The result? More confidence, higher grades, and better school attendance for kids with disabilities. And for those without a disability, new friends and a greater empathy. You want to learn more? Well, visit disabilitycampaign.org, where we have posted a link to the fabulous work known as the Sparkle Effect. We're here early before they wake up. We stay late. We stay informed. We invest in the latest technology. We take the time to train the next generation of doctors and nurses. We work together to make sure we heal their bodies and their minds. We do this not because it's our job, but because this is about our veterans' lives. This is our mission. More than 300,000 of us working as one, together with families and loved ones. No matter where they live in this country, we'll be there. We all come together and stand together to serve our veterans. We stand strong, united. Stand with us in caring for our veterans. Imagine. Imagine being denied an apartment because of your religion, or your race, or because you have children, or a disability. It's so wrong. Yes, but who has the power to stop this? You do. Each of us has the power. The law is on your side. It's illegal for landlords to discriminate because of race, color, religion, sex, national origin, disability, or familial status. If you suspect that you have experienced housing discrimination, File a complaint with HUD immediately so we can investigate it. Fair housing is your right. Use it. To learn more, visit HUD.gov slash fair housing. That's HUD.gov slash fair housing. Or call 1-800-669-9777. 1-800-669-9777. A public service message from HUD in partnership with the National Fair Housing Alliance. It's the Florida Roundtable. I am Melissa Fox, and if you've been playing along with the home game, you know that I am an adult with ADHD. How are you doing? Long time ago, I had to stop taking the uh, usual prerequisite Ritalin and Adderall and all that because basically it messed up my heart. So now I'm wild and crazy with a few uh, supplements here and there to try and tame things. And with that in mind... I have got a board-certified psychiatrist and ADHD specialist on the horn. Please welcome Dr. Teresa Cerulli. Hello. How are you? Hello, hello. I'm great. Thank you so much for inviting me to talk about adult ADHD, a topic near and dear to my heart. Well, obviously, if you found the intro interesting, you'd know it's near and dear to everybody that knows me. (laughs) So uh, aside from me, what does ADHD look like in adults? Adults with ADHD have the same core symptoms that children with ADHD have, and that's inattention, hyperactivity, and impulsivity. But the reason we used to think that kids grew out of this condition is because the hyperactive and impulsive symptoms tend to improve and abate over time, such that instead of the kid running around the classroom, an adult with ADHD has more of an internal sense of restlessness or fidgetiness often, Um, that isn't necessarily observable to someone else. What is persistent through time pretty consistently is the inattentive domain, symptom domain for adult ADHD. So an adult uh, may describe trouble with focus, concentration, sustaining attention on tasks, particularly if they're mundane tasks, making careless errors, not being able to complete tasks, not being able to filter out background noises, Uh, Forgetfulness is a big thing, and then also trouble with organizing, time management, planning. I would say that's a a typical description for the inattentive symptoms. But it's not that the hyperactive impulsive symptoms are necessarily completely gone. They're just not as visible or observable, which is what I think makes this so challenging. Well, let's see. Some people, yeah, if they don't know, they immediately will know something's up. You know, wow, she's pretty high strung or... 
he sure got, forgot right in mid-sentence what he was going to say. You know, things like that, little stuff. But I've always tried to be upfront because, well, frankly, uh, there was medication and it would have a drop-off point and everything would go awry. Because um, when you have ADHD, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, there are comorbid things that, uh, again, that, that come along, coincide. Anxiety, depression, often OCD, ODD. You could throw a lot of initials out there and it might stick to somebody who has attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Yeah, I, I, I want to throw out to a colleague of mine in, in Florida, in fact, uses the term frenemies with ADHD. <laughs> there are frenemies that travel along, you know, friends slash enemies with, with the condition. So someone with ADHD might end up developing some trouble with sleep or particularly anxiety if you feel like they're, you're missing details in conversations or from your to-do list that didn't get done. And so a lot of times there are, you said the word comorbidity, that we call them co- comorbidities or coexisting conditions with ADHD. So that uh, in addition to the core features, there are some associated features for some folk. So why are adults often not diagnosed or even just undertreated? And, and quickly before you answer that, I know a lot of people who I know dang well, especially here in radio, that are either suffering from uh, slight bipolar or mood disorders. And again, I'm not a psychiatrist. I do pretend to be one on the radio sometimes. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> we're talking with Dr. Teresa Cerulli. She is a board-certified psychiatrist and an ADHD specialist. Only have her for a little bit longer. So, uh, again, a lot of people just, uh, is there a stigma still for the adults? We just get to a point, like you said, where we've learned to kind of work around the ADHD I'm hoping that there's less and less of a stigma as we've had more understanding. It's the most one of the most common psychiatric conditions in adults, affecting in the U.S. 4.4 percent. That translates to 10 million adults with ADHD. Um, And and sadly, we're still very much underdiagnosing the condition. About 75 percent of adults that have it don't know they have it. So here to thank you for taking an interest. Uh, my, one of my passions is to really help educate and raise awareness of what this looks like because it's such a, a treatable condition. Um, I have a, a, a daughter who's almost 18 now and has been um, who has ADHD and would have been the, one of the people. Girls often it gets it gets missed if they don't have the hyperactive impulsive symptoms. Same with adult women. Right. So I, uh, I'm one to spread the good word of how this can present quite differently from person to person. The good news is very, very treatable, um, huge upside, very rewarding to practice in this field for that reason. All right. Now, I know I don't have a lot of time, but I've heard about some stuff, uh, non-stimulant um, that's supposed to help out ADHD sufferers. Do you have information yeah. about that? Sure do, and you raised a good point. You said yourself, um, you had, you know, with medications, side effects were problematic for the stimulants. So we have stimulants, but there are also some non-stimulants for treating ADHD. And uh, the good news is that Kelbri was just approved by the FDA as a new novel non-stimulant for treating adults with ADHD. It's the first in 20 years to have a non-controlled substance, non-addictive, non-controlled, non-stimulant. We only, prior to Kelbri, we only had one available, and it was back 20 years ago that that was approved. So this is wonderful news for the field. There are options we just didn't have prior to this, particularly for people like yourself that said there were reasons that a stimulant was just not a good fit. Yeah, yeah. well, uh, that along with uh, self-medication through about my 20s and 30s, you know, because of the adage that you would get over it when you hit puberty, so they stopped medicating me for a while. That was fun. Sorry, world. Uh, anyway, I know I got to let you go. It has been wonderful. I need more information about this, though, and I intend to have you back. That's Dr. Teresa Cerulli. Thank you so thank much for the information. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Thanks. I know you. Go to kelbry.com for more information. Thank you. Thanks so much. You got it. Take care. You're listening to the Florida Roundtable. We keep it real. We do. It's National Dairy Month, and I'm a big fan of, well, 2% milk because I'm an adult. But with that in mind, we welcome back chef and TV personality, Jamie Gwent. How are you? Hello, my friend. I'm so glad to be back with you. Thank you for having me. I have 
budget-friendly ideas, ways for you to stick to that budget, but still eat well and live well. And that's what it's all about. Now, according to the National Frozen and Refrigerated Foods Association, the dairy aisle has evolved exponentially over the last few years, adapting to our lifestyle changes, the food trends, our dietary needs. And I think if you take an extra long look, and this is the time to peruse, by the way, because it is National Dairy Month. There are special deals. The values are the best you'll see all year, and it's time to stock up. You're going to find protein-packed products of every variety, right? You're going to find innovative, tasty ingredients, no matter how you live your lifestyle. If you're vegan or lactose intolerant or you look for plant-based products, now, I know, Melissa, you said you're 2%, right? Yeah. Uh, my son is organic whole milk. I am oat milk. It's so creamy and delicious in your coffee. Mm. But I tell my son, you know, there used to be one milk. <laughs> there was never a choice of milk. So when you think about almond milk, soy milk, oat milk, uh, whole milk, 2%, I mean, there are a bevy of choices today. It really is a wonderful opportunity to expand your horizons and your palate. By the way, here's a trick for you. If you do use the plant-based milk, like I said, I love oat milk in my coffee because it tastes delicious. Uh, yes, they have an extended shelf life, but I'll stock up and freeze ice cube trays of oat milk so I can pop a cube in my cup heat it up, and then pour my first, second, and third uh, morning cup of joe. So there are wonderful ways to stock and save. We're talking with Chef Jamie Gwen. I want some recipes, uh, aside from the uh, oat milk ice cubes, which is really cool. And yeah. I want to ha- learn quickly about $10,000 sweepstake that's floating around, courtesy of June oh, Dairy yeah. Month. Yeah. So recipes first. Right. We just posted a new batch of recipes to easyhomemeals.com. They are all budget-friendly, and many of them use the ingredients that are on your standard staple grocery list. So the first kicks off the morning right. The French toast English muffins that I make are a hit in my household. You have not lived until you have made French toast English muffins. Now, for a barbecue side dish, I make what I call the very best creamed corn. And you should try the recipe so I can prove it to you. It uses a bevy of cheeses that you probably already have in your cheese drawer. It has this creamy texture. And the secret is cream cheese. Don't tell anybody. Uh And then I have two new desserts posted because summer isn't complete without a lemonade stand. It's a buttery, lemony, delicious cookie. Irresistible, really. I call them lemonade stand cookies. You'll want to steal that recipe. And I have a five-ingredient summer blueberry mousse that uses household staples. It comes out super creamy and delicious. It's a beautiful dessert that you make ahead you pull out of the fridge when you're ready to serve dessert to your family and friends, and you get to sit down and indulge yourself. And by the way, you can use that $10,000 that you're going to win to stock up on butter. The sweepstakes, Melissa, that you mentioned yep. is free to enter to win, and I am not eligible, so you have to win. Okay. $10,000 up for grabs celebrating June Dairy Month at easyhomemeals.com. Chef Jamie, as always, you bring the trends. I'm sure we'll be talking again. Thank you, thank you. This Father's Day, find the perfect gift for the dad who loves the perfect yard. From steel mowers and blowers to trimmers and edgers, our AK Homeowner System of battery-powered tools start at just $199.99. Whether dad wants a hard-working tool for a project or a yard he can show off, Find the gift he'll love to use. Visit our Father's Day gift guide at steelusa.com slash gift guide. All prices MSRP includes tool, battery, and charger. Available at participating dealers. Just three words tell you everything you need to know. They tell you why we employ more than 2,000 workers at our factory in Virginia Beach and why over 10,000 local steel dealers are putting battery power in the hands of Americans. Just three words made in america real steel find yours at steelusa.com the majority of steel products sold in america are made in america of u.s and foreign materials batteries and chargers are sourced internationally life can be full of risks one thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance 
If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. 800-398-0651-800-398-0651-800-398-0651. That's 800-398-0651. Hey, tío, ¿qué pasa? Did you get your COVID vaccine yet? Hola. No, todavía no. I haven't gotten the vaccine up until now. Do I still need it? Mm, COVID is still sending people in our community to the hospital. Ay, pero uh, how do you know it's safe? <laughs> I talked to my doctor. But you know what is risky? What, not being vaccinated? Pues sí. Go to covid-resources.org or call 877-904-5097. All right. Okay. All right. Think like a horse. Lessons in life, leadership, and empathy from an unconventional cowboy. A horse whisperer, if you will. I just finished reading most of the book. I will admit I poked around because it was riveting. Um, I've got Grant Gallagher with us. Is that how you say that, sir? Did I I get that right? You've got it right, Melissa. Now, you sound like a cowboy already. So, um, so tell us about this book, Think Like a Horse. Well, it's just a, a, some lessons that I've put together from a philosophy that I believe fits training horses. It's in the last 30, 40 years, really, through some great um, horsemen and mentors that I've been fortunate to learn from, plus a lifetime of working with horses and with me, the past 25 years of working with corporate leaders from all over the country. So, uh, you know, I'm getting a little long in the tooth now and just wanted to get this philosophy and the lessons that go with it, uh, the bullet points that go with it, and that show the leadership lessons that we can learn, and not just corporate leaders, but everything right down to teachers, coaches, and parenting. Wow. See, now, I, I first of all, I got the book in my hand, and I, I liked the cover. There was a feel, a grit to it. Was that something intentional, or, or am I losing my touch? Well, that was a photo shoot we did here on the ranch. That's my good horse, Freckles. He's my go-to horse. He's in the book. He's 28 years old now. I've had him since he was 25. And we did a we did a photo shoot for a clothing company, I think, or that believe that was it could have been tourism for wyoming i'm not sure we've done so many photo shoots here and that picture uh is on on billboards uh, or has been on billboards you people may have seen it i know it was in florida Mm -hmm. it sure was we're talking with grant gallagher he is a well he's a lot of things actually this guy's a horse whisperer he's a leadership expert he's now a person whisperer from and i mean let's be honest yeah so let's get into it from the book think like a horse we take these lessons of how you worked with horses and we set some boundaries and use it um to work with people so can you explain that transition how that worked for you well, yeah, there's just so many lessons that, that we've learned working with horses, and particularly this through this, you know, this new philosophy of training horses that really hasn't been around all that long, and it's just transformed how people train horses. And, you know, it's uh, kind of opposed to the old way that I grew up with, which was, you know, force, fear, intimidation, repetition, make them do it. They hated it. It was a battle. It was a fight. And and we called it bronc fighting or bronc busting. <laughs> and so this was this was new to me. It was a philosophy that came through a couple of men that I learned from, Ray Hunt and Tom Dorrance, who have both passed on. They were great horsemen, and and they really were willing to go out there and and teach others through clinics. And that's how I was exposed to it. And then I discovered this new way and just uh, saw how well it worked. And uh, I've been chasing it ever since. But what they used to say, really, Melissa, is, is how this applies to life. And over the years, um, it is we have just seen, you know, in, in my own family, my wife and I, all, all the way up through corporate leadership and everything in between. Veterans, we've worked with 
that it's there's so many lessons to be gleaned and wisdom to be gotten hold of from working with animals and particularly horses. We live right here in the heart of, uh, you know, near Yellowstone in the heart of the wilderness. We have elk herds and bison herds and deer. We also have grizzly bears and wolves. So uh, yeah. we're right in the middle of the prey and predator cycle right here. So uh, there's just so many things we feel learn from uh, nature that, that applies to life. Oh, I so agree with you. The book is called Think Like a Horse, Lessons in Life, Leadership, and Empathy from an Unconventional Cowboy. Now, why do you call yourself unconventional? I mean, it's just it seems like this is trademark cowboy stuff. <laughs> well, it's not really just cowboy stuff, you know, but I think uh, people all over the world love the cowboy. They're a symbol, you know, a man and his handshake is his, is his bond. If he gives his word, he keeps it. He lives up to his responsibilities. So I think there's an identity in cowboy, but I, I'm a little unconventional. I uh, ran off and and uh, actually started playing polo because I was training horses for a polo player, and then I ended up playing professional polo player for 15 years. So I'm I'm a little uh, unconventional in that way, but a lot of cowboys just aren't willing to share, uh, you know, some of the, uh, the harder things in life. And I've, uh, just kind of felt like that's important. Part of our message is transparency and just telling the truth, what it is out in the open. And, you know, I think the Cowboys are about telling the truth, but, uh, they're not always willing to wear their emotions on their sleeve either. Oh, agreed. Most definitely. Think like a horse, a philosophy rather than a method, but it's still pretty darn revolutionary. I enjoyed it. I got a lot of uh, life lessons, really. And, you know, I mean, here's an example. Trust in order to gain trust. I believe in that a lot. Uh, if you have control over your body but not your heart, there's no loyalty and uh, let's see, we're more likely to trust, learn from others when we're allowed to have the freedom to make our own choices, which is what I believe in firmly, Grant. So you hit a lot of notes with me. The book is called Think Like a Horse. Do you have another one in you? Oh, I hope so. I have. I think I have one more. But, you know, I would love to write a book on parenting, although this <laughs> this book really hits on so many of the things that apply to parenting. So. I just feel like every parent in the world needs this book, but uh, we hope to to work on one like that, too. <laughs> well, fantastic. Uh, I hope you're enjoying your tour out here talking about getting a wild horse, you know, to calm down or a wild person to calm down without force. That's got to be something we can learn in this day. There's got to be a lot we can glean from this book, folks, so especially if you're parents, too. I mean, honestly, with everything that's going on and I'm glossing over everything violent that's been happening i think it really does uh, go all the way back to parental example and if you can get information from grant here in his book please do i i mean your your thoughts on that quickly i know we have to run but yes yeah, just some lessons there right? people will see through some of the stories that i've had in here working with different horses troubled horses abused horses but also you know horses were raised right but also some of the stories of people I've worked. I've worked with Navy SEALs. I've worked with corporate leadership. And I've worked with parents that are having trouble with their children. So uh, it, it just fits all aspects of leadership, which we all have some, some role in leadership in our lives. Most definitely. I've really enjoyed talking with you almost as much as I enjoy reading your book. I'm going to go back and pick it up and read some more chapters of it tonight. It's very good, and I suggest, where can you get it? Just about anywhere, right? Think like a horse. Yeah, it looks like every major book starts. It's also on Audible oh. and uh, Amazon.com. Perfect. From troubled horses to a troubled radio announcer, I thank you so much, Grant Gallagher, for joining us today on the Florida Roundtable. You've been wonderful. Oh, thank you, Melissa. Appreciate it. Kids are amazing. And at Florida Kid Care, we think their health care should be amazing, too. That's why millions of Florida's kids from birth through the end of age 18 get their health and dental insurance for free or at a low cost. And your child can, too. Apply today at floridakidcare.org 
or 1-888-540-KIDS. That's 1-888-540-5437. Hey friends, today I want to talk to you about sex. Yeah, sex. But don't worry, this won't get graphic. And if you're driving, keep your eyes on the road. You see, sex was God's idea from the beginning. That's right, he invented it. Contrary to what you might think, God is not anti-sex or anti-pleasure. He created us with sexual desires. But God is clear. He invented sex to be enjoyed exclusively between one man and one woman in marriage. Sex is like a fire in a fireplace. Inside the fireplace, it brings warmth and comfort. But when it burns outside the fireplace, the fire brings destruction. And don't we see evidence of this destruction in the world today? God's way is radically countercultural. It's not easy, but it really is what's best with sex. So do you have the courage to trust God with your sex life? You won't regret it. This is Bryant Wright, speaking right from my heart. For devotions, visit rightfromtheheart.org. Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. Call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. 802-341-4542. 802-341-4542. That's 802-341-4542. Shortness of breath, patients confused, temp 102. He just had an infection. What's going on? He's becoming septic. Antibiotics started. Bed ready, let's move him. Infections can lead to a deadly chain reaction in your body called sepsis. Very quickly, sepsis can cause tissue damage, organ failure, and even death. If you know the risks, can spot the symptoms, and act fast, then you can get ahead of sepsis. Learn more at cdc.gov sepsis. My muscles ached. I was tired all the time. My son had a full-blown asthma attack. It came out of nowhere. The unsettling thing about some symptoms is... I had a fever and these terrible headaches. You don't always know what's causing them. It was Lyme disease from a tick bite. I had Zika virus from a mosquito. He had a reaction to cockroach allergens. Threats to your health can come from unexpected places. Get the facts. Visit pestworld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association. I love nachos. Loving everything? You might be buzzed. You know what I'd love? A ride when it's time to head out. If you see a buzz warning sign, call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. 63 Americans a day die by gun suicide. By storing our guns safely, locked, unloaded, and away from ammo, we can give our loved ones a second chance at life. Learn more at nfamilyfire.org. It's the Florida Roundtable, and I am Melissa Fox. If you ever want to reach out to me, melissafox at gmail.com. And there's two X's in Fox. I love to give out my email address because I love to hear from you in the good times and in the bad times. And speaking of bad times, we all go through dark times in life. And when the going gets rough, it's often hard to see that there is help all around us. Maybe you're not sure how you're going to pay the rent or you lost your job and you need help getting food on the table. When you don't know where to turn, call 211 or go online and visit 211.org. They're your guiding light. Their local people provide expert caring support. They're ready to connect you with the help that you deserve. Call 211 or visit 211.org. You can get help with food, health care, mental health, and a lot of other resources. Your call's free. It's confidential. 211. Get connected. Get help. It's a message brought to you by me, the United Way and the Ad Council, and the Florida Talk and Entertainment Network. Thanks for listening. Love you. Mean it. You've been listening to the Florida Roundtable, a news and public affairs presentation of the Florida News Network. The views and opinions expressed during this program are those of the participants and do not necessarily reflect the views of this station's management, ownership, or sponsors. For questions or comments, write to Florida Roundtable at fnnonline.net.